Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Christopher Danforth, and welcome to Now Introducing. Um, this is the first episode of my podcast. <laughs> um, this is really exciting stuff. So, you know, for those um, who uh, don't know me and are just curious about what this is about, welcome. And for those who uh, knew, me before, knew me before and have been following um, the lead up to this moment, uh, you know, thank you. Um, you know, I guess thank you for all for being here and, and listening to this. So um, today's just a, a solo episode to talk about, you know, what this whole thing is, is going to be about. Um, so now introducing is is a podcast where I want to introduce a guest every episode. Uh, this guest is going to be someone that I think, you know, would, a conversation would, would be very special. Um, I think it, it provides the opportunity for uh, people from all different walks of life and all different backgrounds uh, to share a little bit about themselves and share the things they've been through. Um, maybe they work a specific job that, you know, I don't really know too much about and just want to learn more. Um, you know, so I think this uh, space can provide that opportunity. And I am so excited to see where this thing goes and for you guys to meet uh, and be able to hear uh, some really incredible conversations uh, with some people. A little bit about myself. I am, I'm, I'm a social worker working in, in the state of Maine and I've been in social work for about, um, about four years now, uh, and, and currently working at, at a high school, and I I love my job. It's it's a lot of fun, and you know one of the the one of my favorite parts of 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 my job is to be able to meet new people and listen to their stories and get a chance to hear about the the things they've been through, and you know. It's always so inspiring to hear people open up and be so honest and vulnerable about some things that, you know, were really difficult for them and be able to see that resiliency. Uh, so I, I've always thought, you know, how can I, how can I create something that can, that can highlight this? Because I find it so fascinating. I find it so impactful that maybe I can, um, you know, share that with other people so they are able to, to to hear, you know, these, these types of conversations too. So, um, this podcast just seemed like the, the best way to do that. And I, I, I can't, can't wait to kind of see where, where this goes, you know, uh, it, it's so cool. Um, so, you know, I'll have some conversations coming out with people working in education. Uh, I have some interviews with people in different, uh, with different jobs, uh, like a police officer, a nurse, uh, even a lobsterman here in Maine. So, uh, stay, stay tuned for that. Um, you know, I, I wasn't always in social work. I actually started off in college as a marine biology major. So, <laughs> um, how I, I went from, uh, learning about dolphins and, and marine mammals and whales to social work. I'm not sure, <laughs> um, you know, but these are all conversations that we'll probably have in the future to, to provide a little more insight into that. Um, but you know, a little, a little bit more about myself. I was born in Rhode Island and, uh, you know, lived 
lived there with my family for the first, you know, two years of my life or so. I don't really remember it. I, I was so young. Uh, and then we moved to a town, a really small town in Connecticut called Stafford Springs. Uh, for those who know that town, kudos to you. And a uh, quick shout out to the one, one of the teachers at the school I work with knew immediately where that place was. Um, <laughs> so shout out to you. Uh, a wild moment. Did not expect that at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, growing up in this town, I, 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 I just remember and, and have so many memories of me and my sister uh, just playing outside from sunrise to sunset, you know, probably throwing sticks at each other or rocks at each other or, you know, making her play some, you know, some stupid game I, I drew up or thought about, you know, she, she was and still is, you know, still is one of my best friends. Uh, so I, I, you know, I just, I have a lot of special memories, uh, special memories with her during this time. Um, I, I also know that it was a time that brought about a lot of, brought about a lot of change, uh, with my family. There was a lot going on that at the time I didn't really know about. And over the, you know, next couple of years and, and even now, you know, finding out more about, you know, everything kind of going on during that moment. Um, but I, I knew that, um, you know, it, it was definitely, definitely affecting, um, you know, our family dynamic. Um, you know, so in my seventh grade year, my, my parents ended up getting divorced and I moved back to Rhode Island with my mom and my sister. We moved in, uh, honestly, one of the, <laughs> one of the smallest houses I think I've ever, um, ever seen uh you know for the three of us and a couple of pets um you know and all of our stuff of kind of just you know packing up our life and starting over again it was it was a tiny space um we we lived in in this um in this coastal town in rhode island and it was i remember it you know it was it was a very scary transition you know and uh no one really knew what was going to happen. And I know it, it, it definitely was affecting my mom quite a bit. It was a very, very hard and stressful time for her. And I felt like I had to kind of, felt like I had to, kind of had to grow up, you know, a little faster than everyone else that I, I knew or other people, you know, in town. Um, and I, I, I sometimes just felt like I didn't really belong, you know, and I always kind of felt a little bit like an outlier, you know, or, or at times. So it was definitely a time where I struggled a lot with my identity and, and figuring, figuring everything out. Um, I also know it was a, a super formative time in my life because it, it made me have to identify a lot of, a lot of values, um, that were important to me at that time and things that I still hold dear, you know, in my life right now. Um, you know, and, and I, I am so excited at some point, um, for you guys to meet my mom and my sister and have them on for an episode and, and get to talk a little bit more about that with them. Um, you know, I think it, 
it will be some <laughs> some interesting content and probably a lot of a lot of stories shared but i think it will be uh a really really cool moment so i i can't wait for that for that to come out um and i was i was probably one of the <laughs> one of the worst high school students i was I was not, not the best, um, you know, not the best kid in high school. And, uh, I can't wait to have, uh, one of my old high school teachers, uh, come on for, for a conversation, uh, for you guys to, I guess, warning now <laughs> to, to, you know, hear some more, some more about that. But, um, man, you know, graduating high school was, uh, probably a miracle <laughs> and I have a lot of people uh you know at that school that I should thank for for helping me you know get through the finish line um so you know graduated high school in Rhode Island and wasn't sure what to do really um was kind of just stuck and lost you know I had a lot of people getting into different colleges or it seemed like they all kind of just had it all figured out and I and I didn't um so didn't know what to do, you know, was considering military at some point, um, felt like college really wasn't for me, you know, kind of just bouncing back and forth and ended up applying to, you know, I think only two or three colleges because everyone else was telling me to do it. And I was just like, all right, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll try it. I don't think I'm going to get in based on, you know, where my grades are and everything else going on in my life. Um, you know, so applied to a couple and I still remember this day so vividly uh, when I got a letter from the University of Maine telling me that I was accepted into college. It felt surreal. I didn't believe it. I honestly kind of thought it was a fake and I was being, <laughs> I was being pranked, <laughs> pranked by someone. Um, so thank you. Thank you to University of Maine for, for letting me into your college because um, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for, for that, for that letter, you know, it was, it was so shocking. Um, just a wild experience for sure. And, you know, like, um, like I said, started off as a marine biology major and, I uh, ended up switching to social work, um, you know, an undergrad and just haven't looked back since, uh, it was probably one of, one of the best decisions I made and have been working in schools, uh, in Maine, uh, you know, since graduation and, and a little bit before during my graduate years. If you, uh, know anyone or have ideas of people that you think would be a great guest, by all means, let me know and, and we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, that's, that's the really cool part of this as not just me, it's kind of, um, everyone in it in it together you know it's kind of a community where we can all all be a part of this so um you know let me know uh so every episode i i also want to highlight probably start the show with a little bit of positive news something that i read um or saw that maybe made me laugh or something that uh something that i thought was a was a really cool story so uh today i i want to introduce and and highlight um highlight Debbie Pearl. Uh, she lives out in Huntington Beach, California. And if you were ever out into town, you would see her holding at least five to 10 leashes with one hand. Um, 
pulling a wagon with the other and on those leashes you would see at least seven dogs um, but none of the dogs are walking on all four legs all of the dogs have disabilities or they use you know wheelchairs or they have prosthetic limbs so you know this this article goes on to to share that in 2005 she created a nonprofit called dream fetchers uh, which helps rescue dogs from the streets or from euthanasia um, and she rescued her first dog about nine nine years ago and his name is fast eddie now if you were to go and look this up and see a picture of fast eddie this dude is awesome <laughs> he is so full of life he doesn't let anything slow him down i mean he truly is unstoppable uh he was he was left on the streets of california with a spinal a spinal injury and um she found him uh like the way she finds you know a lot of the dogs uh through a shelter uh so uh, you know since since finding and, and rescuing fast eddie she had a bunch of people reach out um even you know people in mexico um you know about about these dogs so she adopted and rescued all these dogs and they ended up all becoming her therapy dogs a group that she calls the unstoppable dogs now this pack um, has their names are zeke pop speedy eddie stevie elliot and sydney and these dogs are all survivors of of, of abuse so they have you know special wheelchair wheelchairs you know different kind of devices um to help them out they have an instagram go follow it it's called unstoppable dogs you know follow their journey see some of you know just see the joy that kind of comes comes through this she ends with this quote that i thought was just like just perfect you know it, it kind of just hits the themes the themes of of the podcast so even though you know these dogs may be in a wheelchair even though they may be missing a limb they're making the best of their life even despite what has happened they just go on living and they live their life to the fullest. Uh, and I think that says a lot that hopefully others can take from that because no matter what has happened to you in the past or what you're currently dealing with at the moment, live because you can live a great life. And I just think that's such a great story. So that's that's the, the, the news of the day I wanted to share and I cannot wait for you guys um, to hear the next episode. Uh, and thank you for, for all being here. Um, can't wait.